What's going on, guys? Welcome to another episode of the Hamilton Train Podcast. I am your host once again, Jared Hamilton. Thank you so much for listening in. Today, um, by popular demand, we are talking about meditation. Okay, a lot of you guys and a lot of people that I talk to on the daily basis, um, clients, gym goers, and just the occasional DM, um, people start to like roll their eyes and like, like, okay, 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 but what's the real secret? What should I do for stress? Or what should I do for this? Or my anxiety's bad or my mental state's bad or whatever, all this stuff. Or like, hey, I just can't sleep well or whatever. And when I start talking about mindfulness and meditation, like people's eyes haze over. Um, and truth be told, I used to be one of those. Like it all, just to being completely honest, I thought the concept of meditation and mindfulness um, were pretty bullshitty. Like I used to think that like meditating was like a yoga-y, hippie, um, you know, voodoo-y like waste of time that like doesn't do anything. But I can honestly st- say that uh, learning um, and practicing meditation daily has really changed pretty well my life. Um, changed the way I think about things, changed my stress levels, changed everything. And, and that's the thing. That's why I want to share with you guys. Um, I had one of my tribe members met, um, recently ask about, about it, like, hey, man, uh, this is pretty well stereotypical. Um, what I'm about to say is what most people struggle with. They're like, hey, like, I just don't know how to do it. It feels weird. Um, I just, I don't, I don't know. Like I can't keep my mind focused. I, uh, you know, my mind starts to wonder. I just don't know what to put my hands. I don't know what to say or think. I don't know what to do. Like it's just, it's unorthodox. And so I'm going to give you the crash course in meditation, but not just, I'm going to get into, yes, like the tactical aspects of how to go about it and how to go about starting it and where most people go wrong. But I want to tell you why it's so important. Okay. Here's where most people go wrong. Like why, why you, it's, it's so important. Number one, the first thing it's going to teach you through doing is to get control of your thoughts. Because here's the thing, the body is just an instrument of the mind. And if you were listening to this podcast, chances are you're not happy with your body. Whether you want to look better, you want to feel better, um, clothes aren't fitting right, you want to be stronger, whatever the case is, that's a physical thing, right? But all of your physical shit stems from your mental shit. The body is simply an instrument of the mind. So if you cannot grasp and get your mind game under control, you're, you're not going to last and your goals won't be long-term. How many times have you, let me think about it. Think of you either, whether you personally or someone, you know, how many times have you seen people like yo-yo diet? They, they, they go back and forth. They lose 10 pounds, gain 12, lose 10 pounds, gain 12, lose 10 pounds, gain 12. I'm bouncing my head back and forth. Lose 10 pounds, gain 12. Okay. Or some person like hop on the keto diet, lose some weight, gain it all back. And they're like, well, I'm going to do paleo, hop on paleo, gain it all back. Well, my coworker's doing fasting, so I'm on a fast, lose some weight, gain it back. Well, I'm going to do, you know, whatever. Or they hop from program to program. Like they start with a trainer, then they switch to a beach body program. Then they like switch to a CrossFit class. Then they switch to a Zumba class. Then they switch to a cycling. Then they like, they just, and no one is getting these long-term term sustainable results because it's not a physical thing. It's a mental thing. It's, I mean, it's, it's, you have to understand that so much of what you deal with and the bullshit you have to go through with all this fat loss stuff is psychological because here's the thing. If you get your mind, your mindset and your mental game on point, the physical just follows suit. Think of it this way. Imagine uh, your cruise control in your car is set on 60 miles per hour. Okay. If you set that sucker correctly, 
you don't have to mess with like slowing down or speeding up or whatever. You just let it cruise. But too many of you guys won't get your cruise control set right. And that's why you're like, keep constantly slowing down, speeding up and all this other stuff. So that's the one of the first things that getting practice of meditation is going to do is learn to get control of your thoughts. Okay. You're going to learn mindfulness, being present because too many people, you know, myself included at times either live way too much in the past. What's happened before? What, what yesterday was like this, 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 or way too much in the future where it's like, you're constantly worrying about tomorrow. You're constantly like focusing too much on the crazy stuff versus right now. Forget tomorrow, forget yesterday. Let's focus on right now. Okay. Also, if you're a very high stress person, this is going to get your stress levels down. This is literally, if you, if you find yourself worrying and like getting going all over the place um, and a high stress person, this is going to help with that. Another thing it can help with, um, it will 100% help you attain your, your fat loss goals. Okay. I mean, just from like a hormonal side, learning to get your stress hormones under control, um, you're going to sleep better. We all know if you sleep better, you're going to burn fat better and build muscle better. Um, and you're going to function better. You're going to have more clarity, more energy, more everything, just because a, a lot of your psychological stuff between your two ears is going to be get, get taken care of. Okay. Then, um, on top of it all, there's some really deep psychological stuff that uh, I'll get to on another podcast. Cause this one isn't the time or place to do it. Um, that's going to help with your self image because there's ways to manipulate meditation to, um, to really, hit home your fat loss goals. I might get into that a little bit towards the end, but that's, I mean, literally if that's not enough to get you on board with meditation, like I don't know what will ultimately this here's the biggest premise. Are you happy where you're at right now? Probably not. Okay. If you're not, if you're not happy with where you're at and I am saying this is going to help get you where you want to be like in and of itself, that should be enough right there. Okay. So, cause if you're not willing to change your, your, life to change your life. If you're not willing to change your habits, to change your outcomes, then nothing's going to help you. Okay. This is one thing a lot, a lot of people overlook because everyone wants like the next diet program, the latest, uh, superset, the latest, uh, all this stuff. But if you don't have your mental checklist in order, you're screwed. Like one of my mentors, uh, Todd, I've done a, a podcast or two with him earlier in this on, on my, here on here. Um, one of his best quotes, he always says, if you want to fix the fruit, you have to change the root. Okay. You have to fix the root of the problem to fix the, what you're, what you're going after. That's why too many people want to fix the, uh, you know, just start at diet, start at exercise, start at supplements. Whereas if they just fix their psychological issues between their two damn ears, none of that bullshit would be an issue. So let's get into it. How to start with meditation because here's the reality of it. It feels fucking weird. If you've never done it before, you're like, okay, I'm sitting here in the quiet and my eyes are closed and I can't get my thoughts right and no squirrel and I got this to do tomorrow and it's just feels weird and I feel like I didn't do anything. Perfect. You're doing it right. Here's the thing. Here's where most people go wrong. Most people um, try to do it for way too long. They go from not meditating to trying to sit down for an hour. Okay. That's literally like uh, never driving a car and hopping behind a Lamborghini. Bad idea. You know, it's like never shot a gun before and you like go get a like a 50 cal, like it's not going to work out well. You got to build yourself up. You don't go from not lifting weights to the hundred pound dumbbells. You start with the five pound dumbbells then the 10 and 15 and so on. So with that being said, I'm sorry if you can hear my dog next to me snoring. I just realized that anyway. Um, so with that being said, start with five minutes, five minutes. That's it. We can do anything for five minutes. 
But usually people's first thing, like here, here's, here's how to do it. The best place to do is go find somewhere quiet. Go find somewhere quiet, whether that be um, a bedroom, shut the door, uh, whether that be in your car before you leave for work, um, somewhere that you can, that where there's not a lot going on. Now, my house may have nephews over, my dogs might be playing and jumping on each other, Shelby's pretty quiet, you know, what, whatever's going on, um, just literally get five minutes alone. And if you can't get five minutes alone, that's a big problem. Even if you're like a mom, like a single mom, uh, you know, with school and two jobs and all this stuff, if you don't have five minutes to yourself, you better fucking find it because it will catch up with you really quickly and you need meditation more than anybody else. Okay. So, because even, even if you got like, you got a kid, you wait till the kid's asleep and then you go meditate, whatever. What's going to happen is, um, meditating is basically like you're resetting, resetting. They ever like have your phone mess up or not behave or your TV's going spastic and you just reset it and it fixes it. Meditation does that. It kind of resets stuff. But what's, what you're going to do is go get, start with five minutes. Okay. That's it. Not seven, not 15, five. That's it. I prefer meditation twice. I do. I meditate twice a day unless I like get off my consistency, but I meditate twice a day before I start my day. And when I end my day, okay. I would for, if I were you start it before you go to bed. Okay. If you've never meditated before, I only want you to do it right before you go to bed, 10 minutes before you go to bed, spend five of that meditating. Okay. I promise you'll sleep better. So what you're going to do, you find five minutes alone, whether that be go to bed five minutes early, um, and you're in your bedroom or you like, um, for me, I can't meditate in my bedroom because I fall asleep. I go into my office and just turn the lights down and I, you know, that's where I do mine. Um, Shelby, I think does, but Shelby likes meditating in our bed. So it, it's wherever you want, somewhere quiet and relaxing. Okay. Then I want you to do is I want you to shut your eyes. Now, for those of you who say you don't like that, I don't care. I hate shutting my eyes. Literally. I hate closing my eyes. Guys, I grew up in church. All right. So I've been in church my whole life and everyone knows churches pray. Um, I, and I've never like closed my eyes, even whenever like, you know, if I'm a family dinner and they pray or whatever, I never shut my eyes. Like even like to this day, if I'm in church or like Thanksgiving dinner or my own, you know, praying for food, whatever, I never shut my eyes. I just don't like it. But I have learned and trained myself to do it for meditation, even though I don't like it. And it's hard to, for me to concentrate. So what I want you to do is you're going to close your eyes. Okay. I want you to just sit comfortably. Don't lay down because you'll fall asleep. I want you to sit up like crisscross applesauce, Indian style, whatever you want to call it. I want you to sit up, but I want you to be relaxed, but not so relaxed. You're going to fall asleep. Then, um, I just want you to be comfortable. Don't necessarily have to fold your hands funny or put your, you know, your middle finger and your thumb together. I want you to just sit there and relax. Okay. Um, one of my favorite places I do this, I will go in my office on my floor and lean up against the couch. Like, I just want you to be comfortable. Okay. But not so comfortable. You're going to fall asleep. Then close your eyes. Then all I want you to do is only think to yourself and focus on inhale, exhale, inhale deep through the nose, big belly breaths, exhale through the mouth. That's it. That's it. Don't pray. Don't think about work, school, kids, goals, any of that. Right now, all I want you to think about inhale exhale nice and slow super slow when i say a belly breath i don't want you breathing from your uh like your chest where your chest moves i want you to breathe deep through your nose where your belly moves 
all right, your stomach should expand. You're going to be able to get bigger breaths this way. But I want you to focus on deep, slow breaths. And what you, you'll notice your heart rate will lower, your stress will lower, your um, everything's going to slow down, which is what you want. Because when you're going to sleep, getting ready to go to bed, and your mind keeps going nuts and all this craziness, that's all I want you to do. Literally, for five minutes. And you know what's going to happen? I promise you, the first thing that's going to happen, you're going to think about a squirrel. You're going to think about your dogs. You're going to think about, um, you know, what you got to do tomorrow. Ideas, you know, Facebook this, grandma this, you know, Christmas that. That shit's going to happen. But that means you're doing it right. Because you are, this is the first step in becoming aware of your thoughts. The fact that you're like, oh, wait, my mind got off. Okay, bring it back. Inhale, exhale, inhale, exhale, inhale, exhale. And it, what's going to happen? It will drift again. Your mind's going to drift to like, oh, my car got a flat tire. Oh, there's a good sale on, you know, shoes, it, you know, Foot Locker, whatever. Um, but then bring it back. No matter what, bring it back. Just because you're, everyone acts like, because you do it once and your mind wanders, everyone's like, oh, meditation's not for me. No, it is for you. Because if you can't get a hold of your thoughts in this controlled short setting, you're not going to have very much luck with some other big boy stuff later on down, down the road. So that's what I want you to do. Always bring it back. Inhale. And literally, like when I do it, I think to myself, I cue it. Like literally thinking to myself, inhale. Exhale. Inhale. Exhale. Like literally, I cue myself. And that's it. And um, one thing, here's the other, this is the other trick I like to use. Um, now, unless, a lot of times people struggle with it in the dead quiet. Um, just because in all reality, in this day and age, it's hard to have dead quiet. You're going to hear cars going down the road. You're going to hear your dog scratching their ears. You're going to hear the stove cooking from the husband or the wife in the other room. But I don't want you to listen to music. Here's the thing. I want you to listen to meditation music, okay? It's very uh, relaxing. It's very, it could be like a, it's honestly like background music. Like uh, a lot of people like listen to forests or raindrops or an ocean, something like that. I don't want you to listen to a song you like. I don't want you to listen to anything with drums or vocals. Literally, if you go to YouTube and type in meditation music, it'll pop right up. Or um, uh, I want you to, if, if you need to, shoot me a message and I'll send you over on Spotify my favorite um, my favorite med meditation tracks that I like that actually help me focus and zone in really well. But that drowns out any like distractions, even if you have kids or dogs or a husband or a wife or whatever. Um, having that in with headphones in can really get you focused and keep the distracting sounds away. That's what I, even to this day, like I've gotten a lot better at meditating and I do that all the time. Literally almost every single time, even if I have a completely quiet house, I always throw my headphones in and um, put on these uh, meditation tracks just because in case I get disrupted like a dog barking or someone flying down my road or whatever. Um, but that's it. But here's what you have to understand. Just like anything else you're trying to progress at, you're trying to progress at your fat loss. You're trying to progress at being a better spouse. You're trying to progress at being a better dog parent, whatever. Understand it's going to take a second before you get good at meditating. All right. Don't just throw in the towel and give up. Don't just, you know, don't give it a week, a month, give, give it a solid, like four months and watch your life change. Okay. Because you'll go, before long, you'll be able to barely sit through five minutes to, you'll end up do, being able to do it for a half hour, 40 minutes, okay? I am the most ADHD person you'll ever meet. Like, like honestly, if a doctor got a hold of me, they would try to medicate the, the hell out of me because of my ADHD-ness. You guys can tell in the way I talk. I'm all over the place. Da -da 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 all this, I'm, I'm high energy. I, I'm, I, I'm, I, have a, I have a hard time focusing, and I'm just so all over the place as a person, but... 
through practice and time, I can meditate and sit still and not move for a long time. Like literally when I meditate, I'll, I'll, I'll do it for like 30 minutes. I'll be able to sit down and not move an inch and stay focused with my eyes shut for 30 minutes. And I am one of the most fidgety, five different trains of thought thinking kind of person. And I'm not saying that is a good or a bad thing. I'm just saying, actually, it makes meditation and focusing hard as fuck. But because how you do anything is how you do everything, you get good at this, you're going to get good at focusing other areas of your life. Okay? So that's how I, all I want you to do is start it. Nothing too crazy. It's like people start dieting too hard. They, like, try to hop on eight diets, take 20 different supplements, and work out twice a day for a week. And then they wonder why it doesn't work. People do the same thing with this. They try to... Um, do weird, crazy meditation, think about this, think about this, do this, do this, do it for an hour. It's not going to work. Start off simple. Five minutes. Head, I'm sorry, headphones in, meditation music on, five minutes, and only think about inhale, exhale, inhale, exhale, inhale, exhale. And when your mind wanders, bring it back. And that's it. And you know what's pretty dope is when these meditation tracks, because people are like, oh, well, Jared, I don't know when five minutes is up. Don't set a timer. It's going to piss you off. You know what you notice? A lot of these meditation tracks, Stop at the three minute mark, at the five minute mark, the six minute mark, four minute mark. You literally like when the track ends, your, your session's over and that's it. I even had uh, one of my clients, she might be listening to this, I don't know. She, uh, she was wondering about meditation. I literally, this is exactly what I told her to do. And she even told me she sucks at it. And in a week she noticed a difference. Like she still struggled with staying focused, but she was blown away even just seven days. How crazy, um, her mindset is and her great, her, her, uh, centeredness and her presentness and all this stuff so don't knock it till you've tried it for one and actually and don't try it like actually believe it's going to work because here's the thing your your belief in anything dictates your your success if i literally i could give you a million dollars and if you go in the mentality of oh i'm probably not going to get it you're probably not you know if you go into the like it's, it astounds me someone will say hey jared can you spot me at the gym like on a bench press or something and they go i'm probably not going to get it but let's see what happens and every single time they don't get it. Okay. It's Henry Ford said it best. Whether you think you can or you think you can't, you're right. If you get into this with a shitty attitude and say, this is weird, this isn't going to work. You're not going to, it blows me away. I'll have clients and I'll call them out on it. We'll be changing stuff in their nutrition or their workouts. I'll be like, all right, your two tasks this week are, I want you to have a protein source, the size of your fist in every single meal. And I want you to carry your water bottle with you everywhere you go. I say, does that seem doable? And they're like, yeah, I think so. Or I'm going to try like there is no try either. You're going to give it your all and actually believe it's going to fucking work or it's, or you believe it doesn't faith and fear cannot occupy the same space in your head. You cannot have faith and believe in something like, yes, I believe this is going to work or be fearful. Like, ah, probably not. I hope it works, but hope not. Like there is no, you pick one or the other. Okay. That's why too many people are in a situation they hate, but then when it comes time to change a habit, they're like, well, I don't think it's going to work. It's weird. It feels funny. I'm not going to do it but it's your habits that got you to the reality that you don't like. So you've got to change those fucking habits to get out of the situation you're in. You see what I mean? Like I got a guy right now that I work with that um, his discipline for eating right and working out is terrible. He makes excuses and he's not working out and he's not eating right. And I said, okay, I want you to start making your bed every day because your discipline sucks. So I want you to, we're going to work on the baby discipline muscle and making your bed. And he's sitting there telling me how hard it is to make his bed and how it takes him seven minutes in the morning. And I said, then get up seven minutes early make your fucking bed. And it's that kind of thing is if you're not willing to change your habits, you will not change your reality. All right. 
That's why with this, it's super important. And I used to be one of them, guys. I used to think it was weird. I thought weird people did it. I thought it was a hippie thing. I didn't do anything. It was just a waste of time. Like, no. Like, I, I, my day is off if I don't start it with meditating in the morning. And then I don't sleep as well when I don't meditate at night. Okay? I even noticed me achieving my goals gets shitty when I get out of it. Okay? That's your first step in meditation is only focus on inhale, exhale, inhale, exhale. Because then once you get good at that, there's a second step I'm going to add. I'm going to go ahead and tell you about it for those of you who have listened so far and have been doing meditation or that have done it. If you've, if you've never meditated before, I want we'll call this part one. I want you to go do it for like a month and then come back and listen to this episode again because I want you to do the part two now. And that's what I'm getting into now. Now we're going to have the second phase of meditation. Okay, I call, and this is what I do. I do two phases when I, when I meditate. I do my phase one, and all I do is inhale, exhale, inhale, exhale, and that's all I think about. Now, after about five minutes of that, I'm super focused. I can stay on track. I'm not all over the place. Then, this is where it gets crazy. Then I want you to start visualizing the goal you're working with. Okay, here's a big problem. Most people don't achieve their goal is because they don't know what it looks like. Okay, do this. Here's what I want you to do right now. If you're driving, pull over. If you're some, I want you to like, this is just going to take a minute. I want you to close your eyes right now as I'm talking. Close your eyes. I want you to visualize your cell phone in front of you. Imagine it's floating in midair. Visualize your cell phone. What color is it? How thick is it? I want you to run your fingers along the, the edge where the, the volume buttons are. I want you to run your finger along where the, the, the on-off button is. I want you to feel your home button if you have one. Do you have a case on it? Is it heavy? Is it light? Is it big or is it bulky? Is it textured? Is it smooth? Feel the camera lens with your finger? Like hold it in your hand? Think about how heavy it is? Like think, like put it back where it's like floating in midair in front of you. Spin it around to like look at it. See all edges of it. You know, then put it back in, uh, visualize putting it back in your hand. Feel, rub your thumb along the glass. If, like if you're actually doing that right now, it's so, I bet it's so vivid. You can almost literally feel your phone. Like, you know exactly what I'm talking about, right? But then if I said, all right, what's the, like, the, the goals you're working with, the fat loss goals, what's the after you look like? Go. Like, right now is before, before picture. What's the after picture of you look like? What does the you look and feel like having attained your goal? Most, is it, and my question is, is it that crystal clear? Most people, fuck no. Most people, it is not. That's the problem. Because here's the thing you have to understand. Life happens twice. First, in our brains, in our minds, visualizing, and then in real life when it actually manifests. You know, like the iPhone was in Steve Jobs' head before it became a reality. All right? Every major achievement, anything that's ever been on this earth started as a thought. Okay? That's why you got to be very careful with your thoughts. Right? That's why I want you to start playing with and visualizing what it looks like having attained your goal. And a lot of people, it's fuzzy as fuck. And that's why through meditation and visualization, you're going to start becoming, getting that image a little more crystal clear. A little, it's going to get more clear and more clear and more clear and more clear until it's crystal clear where you can fucking taste it and know exactly what it feels like. And that's what I want you to do. Here's the thing. This is not going to happen over the course of a day, a month, a week, or even three months. This is like a long time of meditating and visualizing every single day and working with the way with your creative and imaginary faculties of the mind in building this image. And this is going to help a lot of your uh, the perpetual dieting, yo-yo dieting issues, okay? 
because here's the thing. This is getting a little deeper than I originally planned, but that's okay. Um, you're the way how to put it. I'm kind of stuttering now. So basically the reason for yo-yo dieting is because you view yourself how you are right now. All right. Let's say there's you right now, overweight and out of shape and hate the way you look and feel. That's most people. If it's you awesome. If it's not awesome, whatever. Most people are there. They hate the way they look, they look and feel. They have more fat than what they want and they just want change. Okay. But most people don't know what the transformed picture looks like, so to speak. <clears throat> most people, when they visualize themselves and think of themselves, they see themselves how they are right now. And that's why you keep getting more of that. Most people, a lot of people try to argue this with me and they're like, oh, that's not how that works. I'm like, then without being blunt, I'm, but I'm thinking, then why are you still fat? If I'm wrong, then why don't your results show me otherwise? See what I'm saying? That's why it's one of those things is if you're not happy with your results, you need to be willing to change what you're thinking and what you're willing to accept and try. Okay. So what happens is this is the reason for yo-yo dieting because someone has a self image that's fucked up. You view yourself as you are right now, overweight and out of shape. Then what happens? You say, I'm going to change my diet and exercise. Not where things stem from in the mind, but you start to change them at the, the, the physical state, the, what you're putting in your mouth in, um, your exercise. And then all of a sudden you lose a few pounds on the scale and inches are starting to go down. You're starting to change. Then your self image kicks in like a thermostat. Then something happens where you go back to where you started. You yo-yo diet. You go back, gain 12, but you lose 10 pounds. Now you gain 12. Then you're like, huh, that's weird. I don't know why that happened. I'm going to try a different diet. And you never change the self-image. You never change the way you see yourself. And then, um, and then you like hop on a different diet and you start to see some success, but then your body's self-image kicks in and it pulls you right back to where you started. This is why yo-yo dieting is a thing. It's like a thermostat. Okay. We all know what happens when you put a thermostat on 70 degrees. If it gets hot outside, or let's say, you, let's, say you, let's say you put your thermostat in your house on 70 degrees and you leave the door open and all of a sudden it goes to 80. Your thermostat is going to kick on when it feels the change and bring the house temperature back to 70. Or conversely, um, let's say it's in the wintertime. You leave the door open, the house is set on 70, and it drops it down to 60 or 55. The thermostat realizes the temperature change, and then it goes boom and shoots it back up to 70. That's what the intelligence behind our inner psychology, where it meets actions, and our realities happen with our bodies. Okay? What happens? Your, your uh, thermostat, your own personal thermostat is set on 70. Let's say 70 is the fat version of you right now. Then, um, and I don't mean that offensively. I'm just saying if you, let's, let's just say hypothetically in the situation that you are overweight and hate the way you look and feel. That, we'll call that 70 degrees. And then let's say um, you say, you know what, I'm going to start on this diet. I'm going to clean up my, my food. I'm going to start working out. And then all of a sudden you lose 10 pounds, 15 pounds which let's say that 70 is like going to 80. Then all of a sudden your personal thermostat kicks in and goes, uh-oh, this is not what we're set on. And the thermostat pulls you back from 80 to 70 and it goes from the, then all of a sudden you gain weight back. Whatever reason, whether it was a temptation you couldn't control, whether it was just falling off the wagon for no one knows why, whether it is wanting to hop from program to program, whether it is, uh, who knows? This is where subconscious self-sabotage sets in. Where people are like, I lost 10 pounds. I deserve to take a break from my diet. I deserve to go on vacation. I deserve to this, that, and the other thing. That's a subconscious habit, guys. Most of your actions on the day-to-day are subconscious. So when we're dealing with a super deep inner psychology, you're, that's why the body is just a, an instrument of the mind. That's why through visualization and meditation, 
it's so important to start to see how you look and feel at the after picture because where that's going to be your new thermostat, what your thermostat's set on. Not the current you that's overweight and out of shape. The goal is to change your mental thermostat, so to speak, to the after picture of you. Then, you're, then you can keep your results forever. See what I'm saying? Where you don't yo-yo back and forth. This is the biggest cause of yo-yo dieting, guys. So that's when people are like, well, how do I change that self-image then? Through meditation and visualization. If you can't show, if you can't visualize what it looks like, the, the transformed version of you, what it looks like, feels like, walks like, talks like, you know, how different do you walk into a room with the newfound self-confidence having achieved the, goal, the goals and dreams that you got? How do you feel hopping in a swimsuit on the beach? where everyone's looking at you, but you're the transformed version. And everyone's jealous of you and all like, Oh my gosh, look how amazing they look. How do you feel walking into the, into the gym? Um, having achieved such a crazy transformation. Like those are things you have to think about with anything you're trying to achieve like this. Okay. And what's going to happen is now it's be now when you really get good at this and you put some time, effort and consistency with it, you've been doing this for, let's say eight, six, you know, six, eight, 12 months of visualizing, in meditating on what the after picture of you look like, looks like now it's it's basically constant space repetition how do you change your body with like what happens when you have constant space repetition with um working out your physical body changes right what happens when there's constant space repetition of your diet changing and in a de calorie deficit you lose weight constant space repetition fixes all right what happens when you have constant spaced um, repetition of visualizing what the after picture of you looks like that's going to become your new thermostat setting. Does that make sense? That's why it's so important to go from meditating because I'm not saying start at nothing and then go try to do that. That's it's going to be too hard. I want you to start. That's why I'm talking to this whole thing. I want you to start with meditating for just five minutes in, out, in, out, in, out, breathe in, breathe out, breathe in, breathe out. Then once you do that for about a month where it's starting to become like doable. Now I want you to get into part two for another five minutes visualize what you want what literally what the transformed version of you looks like and if you have a really hard time visualizing that focus on how you're going to feel how would you feel if you lost you know 50 pounds how would you feel if you dropped into the pant size you want to drop into how would you feel walking into a, into a room and everyone's like wow how would you do it can you show me how start with the feelings you know and in the meantime go look on don't like compare yourself but go online and find the body that you would always want and start visualizing yourself in that. That's where it gets powerful, guys. A lot of you, a lot of people give me a lot of static about the power of the mind and how we get, what, you know, we attract things into our lives and the vibration we're on and all this crazy psycho-cybernetic stuff. But it is as true as gravity. And for if any of you right now are listening and disagreeing with me, I would ask if your results would show that. Most people who disagree with me, their results favor what I'm saying. Okay. I'm telling you right now, this is as true as, you know, two plus two equals four. You have to start changing the way you see yourself, your self-image. Okay. Because when you change that, it changes your emotions. We act on our emotions. Most of our, our, our actions every day are subconscious. So they're very emotional. You know, your subconscious mind is your emotional mind. So you've got to fix things at the subconscious level, like the self-image, the thermostat, like we're talking it's going to change everything for you. But what you have to understand, just like any transformation, it's not going to happen overnight. A lot of people have some bad self images and bad thermostats for, for, for some who, whether it be trauma from their childhood or just being made fun of, or just a lot of bad habits and environments. 
That's why the best time to start is now. Okay? Your egg corn can turn into a big-ass fucking oak tree in, you know, just with constant spaced repetition. So I know today's episode is a little bit deep. Um, if you listen to this entire thing, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Um, if you have questions or need help, please reach out to me. Like, literally, either hit me up on Instagram at RealJaredHamilton or email me, Jared, at HamiltonTrained.com. I'll uh, be glad to help you and answer any questions. I'm telling you guys, these this piece, these, this piece of information, this these concepts have changed my life and my success I've seen in every area, from my marriage to my finances to my business to my physique to my friends, everything. So I'm telling you, for just even just achieving like the body of your dreams, it'll change everything. Start with meditation. Just in, out, in, out, in, out with meditation music in your ears. That way you're focused and you're not distracted. Do that for a month. Then come back and listen to this episode again and start to get into the phase two meditation where you're starting to really visualize what it is you want. And then you'll start to see it manifest before your own eyes. So it's pretty crazy. Um, All right, guys. Thank you so much again for listening in. I really appreciate it. I love you so much. I will talk to you later.